Hi there. Now things have started to heat up. Welcome to chapter 10 of my book, The Boy. This chapter is titled, Got It. Remember to give this a like to let me know that you, well, like it. And subscribe and click the notification bell so that you don't miss any of the chapters up to Christmas Day. Let's get into the story. I'm your host, L.T. Bartek. Chapter 10. Got it. Arthur stood outside the police station for a few hours, waiting for the officers to leave. But when he saw that they were actually settled in, he decided that come what may he was going to make his move because he sensed that with the approach of morning, it would become more difficult for him to get his locket back. There were still only two officers inside. No other officers had joined them. So he stepped out of the shadows and looked around at the empty streets. He knew it was now or never. Arthur walked across the street and stopped in front of the station. The yellow street light illuminated the four steps leading into the building. Moths buzzed around it and it blinked, making a whirring sound. Arthur walked up the stairs. One of his abilities was to move almost as fast as the speed of light. If someone were watching him now from outside, they would see that one minute he was there and the next he was gone. Only the slow closing of the door would tell them that he had entered the building. He immediately went over and turned the lights out. He could clearly see in the dark. To him, it was no different from seeing in the daylight. As he was moving past, one of the officers stood up unexpectedly and brushed against him. Arthur heard him scream, Something touched me! Something touched me! As he moved over to the desk in a flash, where he sensed his locket was laying in an envelope, and he reached for it. He heard the click of the flashlight even before it came on. It was turned towards where he stood. He flipped the desk only seconds before the light shone on him. Everything on the desk flew up in the air and fell to the floor. He grabbed at the envelope and moved into the office next to him. He saw one of the officers coming towards him, and feeling cornered, he braced for an attack. Instinctively, a growl welled up inside him, warning the human to stay back. He didn't want to hurt him, but he would kill his way out if he had to. It was still dark in the office. The lone flashlight was not strong enough to illuminate where he was hiding, and he was the only one seeing what was happening. He saw the officer reach for his gun and fire widely into the office. Some shots missed him only by inches, while some ricocheted off the metal surfaces of the file cabinets beside him. He growled again, then decided to try one last thing before being forced to end this human's life. He was getting angry, so he threw the closest thing at hand. It was a stapler. That was all it took. They both turned and bolted from the office almost as fast as Arthur's speed. He followed, and while their backs were still turned in flight, he left the station and ran back to Dan. 
Before leaving the edge of town, he tore open the envelope and ripped it apart. Then he tossed it into a dumpster parked beside a gas station. He could not put the locket back around his neck, so he secured it inside his pocket and left the area undetected. By the time he reached Dan, the child was deep in dreamland. The embers were dying and the cave had a slight chill. So Arthur picked up a few more sticks and gently placed them into the fire. He looked at the sleeping boy, almost still a baby, and his emotions swelled. It had been some time since he had loved anyone. Even though he was 90 years old, Dan was still like his little brother. He was relieved he did not have to do anything like killing the officers that might have jeopardized their stay here. He never wanted to disappoint Dan. He needed him. Living alone for decades had been horrible for him, and since he had met Dan, his whole world had changed for the better. He watched as Dan squirmed in his sleep, and Arthur got up and gently pulled his blanket up to his neck, covering him from the cold. Even though his heart had stopped beating when he was cured of his illness, he knew he loved his little brother and would do anything to keep him safe. He still missed his parents, and he knew that eventually Dan would grow old like them and die, leaving him still a child, but for now, Dan would do. He walked towards the front of the cave and stepped outside. The moon was full, and the sweet smell of the night filled his nostrils. He could hear the sound of all the creatures, the ones flying, the ones scurrying, and those sleeping. He closed his eyes and listened. He didn't sleep, so he had to find ways to entertain himself when he didn't have Dan to distract him. So he often sat and just listened to the night. The soft breeze caught his locks and gently lifted them. It caressed his cheeks. The firelight behind him flickered from the dying wood. He walked further out of the cave, still with his eyes closed. Turning his face to the sky, he began to levitate. He slowly rose above the cave's entrance, up through the trees, and hovered over the tops of them. The moon's glow shone its silver light over the treetops, making everything glisten beneath his feet. These are the things that he lived for. These are the things that gave him comfort. He fought to keep in the sound, threatening to break free from his vocal cords. He needed to express his glee, but he couldn't. His growl would echo through the forest and would certainly frighten Dan. He could not do that to him, not after what took place earlier. So he held it in and continued to float above the trees with his face towards the moon. He basked in the moonlight and the soft breeze. After a while, reluctantly, he slowly lowered himself back down and walked into the cave. Now that we have come to the end of this chapter, stay tuned for chapter 11 titled, What Was That? This will be tomorrow. Remember to like and subscribe. Do all the good things that will make you a treasure in my eyes. And go ahead and share it with someone who you think will like it as well. 
Also remember to love yourself and others. And I will catch you on the next one. Love you. Bye.